play the fucking intro. This is Dustin. And this is Eric. And this is SLC Punkcast. Thank you for joining us, hopefully, yet again. And uh, <laughs> this is episode 197. Uh, coming up, not this episode, but on the next episode, we expect to have a fantastic interview with the great band Project Sellout. Just did the interview we did, yeah. so we're going to include it on that episode. So, spoiler alert for 198. We're going to be talking with most of the guys for Project Sellout. <laughs> well, yes. Uh, spoiler alert, but uh, Zach, from uh, the drummer for Project Sellout, he uh, came to me asking to do the interview and also uh, acquisition for any promotion we can give of it. So this is part of the promotion. So here's some, uh, here's some heatway for the next episode. Well, two episodes ago, we played a couple tracks from Sold Out. We played some singles over the past tw year, so 2020. Uh, a couple of those singles that are on their new release. And we're going to play a couple more tracks from Sold Out. And you can hear us have a fun conversation with them on the next episode. So be on the lookout for that for oh, yeah. 198. Eric and I are getting together uh, some lists that we will discuss on some special edition episodes separate from the normal formula that we are up to and we'll hopefully get those out here before too long i've got i went through all i had probably about a thousand albums eps and so forth that i had on the list that we covered last year and i whittled it down to best eps and best albums and my list is extremely long but in no particular order so when we do my episode <laughs> i'm looking forward to uh, giving credit where credit is due, and there was a lot of great releases, in my opinion, last year. And I'm sure Eric will think the same when we oh. do his. So be on oh, the yeah. lookout for those special editions. We ought to be putting them out here in the next couple weeks as soon as we get a chance to put it together and record it. Let's get into some new stuff for this episode. Uh, reaching back to the 22nd of January, Antagonizers ATL put out Kings. I'm saying right now probably going to be easily top one, two, three, something like that. I mean, the, the year's early. We still have 11 months left. I have no idea what is yet to come, but that album is definitely going to be at the top of my list for sure. I like it a lot. My vinyl copy just came in two days ago. Can't wait to get a chance to give that a spin. Also, I got a sweet EP from 45 Adapters. Both came from Pirates Press and 45 Adapters Now or Never EP. Awesome, but the vinyl is super cool. Go to Pirates Press, take a look at it, or I'll be posting a picture of my copy. You can go look on one of our social medias if you want to see it there. Also on the 22nd, Empire Down put out Gallows of Winter. On the 22nd, Geholt Nonstrinker. They put out Varun Sigsarsund. <laughs> if you want to know a better pronunciation, go back to the last episode. I had Google Translate do that for me. Uh, well, this is one of the reasons we keep you around. And the off chance that there's a an album of a its title is in a foreign language, it's always fun to hear you pronounce it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> or try to. <laughs> that was definitely a try to on both of those. Uh, I've heard it. I have a digital copy myself of all four of those that I just said. All are good. 
Get out there and check those out. Also, I have the single here from Rare Breed that came out on the 23rd. Bank Holiday from Hell. Great stuff. The Cure, C-U-I-R, French solo project. Uh, really cool band. And the album's called Album. And if you know, then you know. Uh, otherwise, get out there and check out that band, and then you'll know why Album is called Album. On the 24th, also, The Lost Riots put out Early Days, Rare and Unreleased Songs. That's a cool release. Heard a few of those already. I enjoyed that. On the 25th, Heretic Temple put out Shallow Water Single. The Mighty Mighty Boss Stones also on the 25th put out Final Parade Single. On the 28th, TCIYF put out Hammeroid, which is nine tracks. Counterpunch put out Handbook for the recently debriefed, and that came out on the 29th. Mind Power put out Self-Torture on the 29th. Bad Advice put out Dark Cloud single. I think there's a couple tracks on it, like two tracks maybe, on that single from the 29th. Eric, I forgot to look up the title, but he knows, I'm sure, on the 29th. Bleach Everything put out something, right? I meant to look that up. Uh, haven't had a chance yet. Yes, they did, and... <laughs> I am uh, I am also guilty of forgetting the title, but well, I am looking it up right now because I just remembered as you said it. <laughs> While you do that, Savage Beat on the 29th put out a new five-track EP called New World. I have it, just haven't had a chance to listen to it, but looking forward to that. Live by the Sword officially put out Exploring Soldiers Rise, but I believe that might have been out previous to that, but I saw a release date for it for the 29th. No Year put out on the 29th, So Long. Eric, you look like you have that one. I do. It's a single that they are doing. It is a, on the A side is Bound, and the B side is Cured. So they are, t yeah, two songs. <laughs> Those are the titles of the single. You know, as they, as they come out, you expect it to be as such. Right. But yeah, that's, that has come out on, what was it, the 29th? Yeah, 29th. And... Yeah, it's some weird stuff in there. Kind of like, uh, kind of leaning on the industrial edge a little bit. But I'll have to give that a few more listens because it's it's interesting. It is, it is an interesting combo. Awesome. Well, on the first of this month, actually, I'm jump. Well, I'll jump ahead. On the first of this month, Die Hipster Records put out uh, Spring Comp 2021. They do a quarterly comp. Uh, and that was one that came out. I listened to all the bands on there, and I came across a couple that I will end up playing on the show, and one that I really enjoyed, had never heard of them. I believe they're from L.A. The band is Bad Bruno, and they had a release on the 31st. That's how I come across that particular release. And oddly enough, the two tracks that are on this release, the compilation, are from a release previous to that one. Not on that one, but they did release a new EP called Written in the Headlines. I will definitely be playing Bad Bruno here uh, probably sometime in February. I'm going to get them on the show, the their music anyway. On the 5th, Two Minute Minor put out Back in Our Day, and that is coming up. That's this Friday on Bandcamp Friday. Get that. That will be going to charity. That was all the 80s uh, like commercials and theme songs and shit like that. Uh, that they did covers of. We did uh, the Jefferson's theme song that they covered. We played that a couple episodes back. So get out there, <laughs> check out that two-minute minor. The charity is for the Suicide Prevention Hotline. On the 5th, Killer Kin is putting out two tracks, Sonic Love and Narrow Mind. 
The seventh Violent Way is putting out Violent Way EP. I've already heard one of the tracks. It's good. Check it out. Drones is going to be putting out Our Hell is right here on the 12th. No Use for a Name will be putting out Rarities Volume 2, The Originals on the 12th. Also on the 12th, Rest Easy will be putting out Sick Day EP. And finally on the 15th, Nervous SS will be putting out a split with Rat Cage called Scopey versus Sheffield. That's where they're from, if you didn't know. Scopey, which I want to say is in Sweden. Is it Finland, Sweden? I don't know. It's Scandinavia. And I should know that. I've played bands from there, but my mind is drawn a blank. And then Sheffield is in the UK. So get out there, check all those bands out. Anything you're looking forward to on that release list, Eric? Well, unbeknownst to me, I didn't know that the, I guess the remaining members of No Use for a Name were doing like a little rarities compilation and have done one. And now we're coming up with a volume two. So that's something I'm interested in. Awesome. Yeah. and uh, there was uh, the other one is that Boss Tones track we were kind of talking about it last episode right just a, a yeah an eight song compilation of multiple artists coming in on coming in on one gigantic song and it's yeah eight minutes is gigantic for a punk rock song you it's should see the, the list of people that's on that song that would explain why that track ended up being eight, just about eight minutes long <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> You're going to have that many people. It's got to be a long one. <laughs> For real. Um, yeah. Also leaning a bit out of the uh, punk spectrum. There was a single that came out just, uh, just on the 28th, a few days ago. Um, it's a compilation. Well, not even a compilation. Uh, that's not the right word. It's a, yeah, it's two artists, two very well-known artists, one Emma Ruth Rundle and another Chelsea Wolf. They are doing a collaboration of one song called Anhedonia. So, and that's a very interesting combination. Two of the biggest, uh, two of the biggest singers in the heavy music spectrum, one being a folk, one being a more gothic, coming together on one and just creating a very interesting number. So awesome. if you're into more of the gothic wave type stuff, that is definitely one to check out. I hope that there is more to come with this one because you know, these artists like collaborating with each other, especially now since uh, that this uh, given time is given more to think outside of the box and their creative outlook as opposed to their performance and how they are presented in a live setting. Awesome. So, yeah, that's uh, so, yeah, I'm heavily leaning on that one. And uh, and yeah, I got to do my uh, <laughs> my token metal pick. And this is Cannibal Corpse. They have an album that's coming out in April, but they just released a new single called Inhumane Harvest. Wow. So if you're on the yeah, so if you're on the death metal spectrum, you know, you probably already knew this, but for in the off chance that you don't have a have recollection of it, go and check it out. It's it's brutal, it's death metal, it's cannibal corpse. Awesome. They do what they do best. Well, that's good. Anyway. A lot of good stuff people should check out. Eric, I recommend you check out the Empire Down Gallows of Winter EP. On top of all the stuff we just talked about, I think you'll like that one as well. I'll have to give that a, yeah, I'll have to give that a shot. That was the name that was really sticking out to me. Check it out. Empire, Empire Down. Down Gallows of Winter. 
type that in right now so I do not forget. Excellent. Well, as you do that, let's transition into some new tracks. We're going to do some new tracks for the show, as we always do. There's always, as we cover at the beginning of each show, a lot of great new stuff that is coming out. So we're definitely going to play some and talk about some. And Eric's going to kick it off with a band from Manchester in the UK. Eric, what'd you pick? I picked a song from a band that is whose name is so good, you literally have to say it three times. It is <laughs> Deaf, Deaf, Deaf. Nice. All one word. <laughs> and yeah, these guys are a relatively a relatively new band. They they started, I don't remember exactly when they started, but if the fact that they released, they only have two singles under their belt, one of which was released in October of last year, which was called, uh, what was it? Bodies. It was called Bodies. And just uh, and just at the tail end of last year in December, they released another song called Nothingness. And that is the song I am putting up today because this was the first song I heard by them. And, oh, yeah, it is some good stuff. It's like the uh, it's like if you have a recollection of the band Slaves, well, I guess formerly known as Slaves, they have since changed the name. But it's that style of like a really, you know, really abrasive kind of uh, uh, kind of garage type punk. Only this one is not so aggressive. I would I came up with a comparison as like uh, if slaves would be close more closely related to the sex pistols, whereas deaf 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 would be more closely related to the damned. Okay. You know, they yeah, very you know, the sex pistols were very vibrant and in your face and just had that snarling demeanor, whereas the damned were a little bit more laid back. They were kind of uh, a bit more on the dancing side of things. They kind of have and had a fun personality to them. That's what I get with these guys. So, so yeah. If you if you remember Slaves, then they they are a version of that band. At least the the sound connected with them, but definitely a lot more uh, laid back, a little more easy on the ears. So that's what interests me about these guys. Sweet. So I am I am hoping that this is a sign of things to come for these guys. They got two singles. I hope they are working on a few more to release at least. Uh, an EP and you know how it rolls after that. If the EP right. is good, then an album's in the works. Absolutely. Right <laughs> so, so yeah, let's give deaf, deaf, deaf a listen. This is the song nothingness from the UK punk greats. <laughs>
yeah, that was the newest single. We already listened to half of uh, Def Def Def's catalog right now. Right? <laughs> <laughs> yep. They got one other song out there. Trust me, it is worth listening to. Listen to Bodies as well. Also, one thing I noticed, uh, as I was saying the name, I was like, there's another correlation uh, that I gave them with The Damned. And you think of The Damned's first album. It's just Damned, Damned, Damned. True. So, so I'm always here to say that The Damned is one of uh, Def Def Def's influences. I mean, how could they not be? It's one of the biggest punk rock bands on the planet. So, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Gotta love The Damned. And right now, I love Def Def Def. Those guys are wonderful. I'm I'm excited for what's to come for those guys. Absolutely. We look forward to more. And like you said, hopefully there's an EP or something coming out. Indeed. Indeed. Let's all hope so. Well, speaking of an EP, the next band, To The Helpless, is the name of the band. They're from Madrid, Spain. They released an EP. It's called The Fringes of Normality. And they released that on October 7th of 2020, so just a couple months ago. It's only, what, about four months, something like that. Uh, great EP. I want to thank Lucas for sharing it with us. We can check it out, listen to it here with all of you. Uh, someone I want to point out, something that they are doing starting in February. That's now. This is February. They will be releasing one song every month until November, and that will become their second LP titled a Feudal Guide to Modern Living. So, cool thing that they'll be doing. They'll be releasing essentially a single every month leading up to the actual LP release. So, the LP November singles will be coming out soon. We're going to check out uh, a track, though, from the previous EP that came out in October. Again, the EP, The Fringes of Normality. Let's check out the track Born to Lose. Death Comes Ripping. That is the whole title. Born to Lose, Death Comes Ripping.
Death Comes Ripping, that is To the Helpless. Go check out that EP and be on the lookout for all of those singles, the first of which will be coming out this month. As soon as we have more details on that, we'll be there letting you know. Eric, what would you think uh, of that one? Well, I will say this. I was looking at Born to Lose and the Death Comes Ripping. I'm like, those are two song titles put together. Yeah, Born to Lose, that's a song by Ray Charles. Um, but it was also a song, you know, Closer to Home by Johnny Thunders. And then Death Comes Ripping, that's a Misfits song. So I was immediately thinking, are they splicing these covers together? Or is this <laughs> an original track? And of course, it's the latter. And it's a good song. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I know I'm kind of harping on uh, song titles the <laughs> this episode so far, but... I can't help but express the irony. It's kind of funny. <laughs> well, it's a good yeah, track. Despite the, sim- despite the similarities, it's a good one. It's a That's fun. It's raucous, full of energy. Absolutely. It comes ripping. <laughs> to the Helpless, check them out. They are from Madrid. Great band. The Fringes of Normality is the EP. We're going to move on to one more new track before we jump into some older, lesser known. This new track is kind of a band. I don't know if how many shows that these guys are going to play, but they are all amazing artists, uh, a part of amazing bands themselves. The band is The Trade, and band in the sense that, of course, they need a name. Otherwise, how are we going to find the music? But they recorded three tracks. So Liam got together with Ronnie, and they recorded three tracks. Tom got in on the mix, and then they kept two of them. One's on YouTube. The other just played should have played this past week and we're going to play it here so the trade is comprised of liam and uh liam is also in numerous bands including bands we've played on the show like priorities the beggar belief x close combat uh he is from greece and then ronnie is currently in the reapers and day drinker uh, he's a new guitarist for Hard Wax and has also or was in the band Discharger, Ronnie being from the Netherlands. And then you have Tom, and Tom is currently in Hard Wax and Hostile Minds and Riot City Radio and was also previously in Arch Rivals. So guys just full of great bands. On my tops list that we talked about earlier when I do that episode, you're going to hear me mentioning The Reapers, and Day Drinker, and Riot City Radio, and The Beggar Belief, because all of those bands released stuff last year, and they're on the tops in my list. So as you can tell, big fan already. Uh, The Trade, three great dudes. I want to thank Liam for sharing this with us so we can play it here and share it with you. Ronnie and Tom, both amazing as well. Get out there and check them out. Uh, We'll tell you at the end of the show where you can find them. They do have a Facebook page, and you can go search any of those guys or their bands, and I'm sure you can find some more information there. Officially, this is a 2021 release. Don't have a specific place other than go check it out on YouTube at this point. Uh, But they just released them as singles so far, I believe. So let's get into it. The band is The Trade. This track right here is called The Chosen Few.
was The Trade, The Chosen Few is the track. What a great song. Definitely one I find myself <laughs> singing along with every time it comes on. Just some great punk rock and roll. Eric, what'd you think? Well, I had to say the same thing. It is punk rock and roll. It's yeah. something that, yeah, it's one of those uh, head bobbers as opposed to like uh, head bangers. But right. <laughs> But yeah, nothing wrong with that one. That's just very, it's a, it's a serene little track. It's awesome. Big fan. Go check out the other track as well. And be on the lookout. Hopefully these guys get some more time together as they all live in three different countries that are not that close in proximity to each other. So hopefully they get a chance to put some other stuff together. But as you heard, they're both, all three are actively involved in two or more probably or more active bands not counting the trade so uh when they get get a chance to get together and put stuff together that'll be great otherwise go check out all those other bands like priorities the beggar belief riot city radio hostile minds hard wax day drinker and the reapers all bands we play on this show check them out that's the trade Eric, let's get some older, lesser-known tracks rolling. What'd you pick? All right. Well, this is a band that I myself nearly forgot about. It is a, and it is a band coming from the hometown from Salt Lake City. They are called Potential. And Potential, if you look them up and you want to get more information about them, I will give you all the information they provide. <laughs> they, are, they are a Salt Lake hardcore band. And that's it. That's all you get. <laughs> so, but yeah, with me being a part, having been a part of the scene, I know a little bit more history of some of the members. I know that uh, one of their guitarists is one Trevor Hale, and he has played in pretty much any and every hardcore band that made a name for themselves in Salt Lake. Some of which we played on the show. We played Tamerlane. We played Cherem. And we played Cool Your Jets. He played guitar in all of those bands. Awesome. And then some. <laughs> so he played so he played in uh, this one and it was a very short-lived band. They as far as my knowledge goes, they only played one show, which was opening up for the band Wake of Humanity from Seattle when they came to Salt Lake. Okay. And yeah, and I think that was the only show they played. They only have one EP out, which is called Choose Your Side. <clears throat> and it's a uh, yeah, comprised of four tracks, three of which are original, one of which is a uh, cover of uh, Boxcar by Jawbreaker. Okay. <laughs> yeah, and it's one of the enjoyable songs on there just because it's, uh, it's funny. Making fun of, like, how you join the punk rock scene to, you know, to rebel against everyone else, so you just become exactly like the culture itself. <laughs> and it's, it's doing it in a tug-of-cheek fashion. So, so it was cool to see them pay homage to that. Um, however, potential, it's old school, straightforward, hardcore, same vein as like minor threat and youth of today. It's got that old youth crew straight edge culture in there. And it's a it's a lot of fun. It's just it's just good. It's just good uh, throwback music for those uh, for those older people who were around in that time. <laughs> but it's nice to know it's nice to know that they're still like a a thirst for it out there and some of those bands still have uh, an accurate amount of viscosity as they did back in the day awesome yeah unfortunately i don't think potential's a thing anymore but we have one ep to to listen to 
So here is one of those songs. It is a short song. All the songs on there are short. They go, they range about a minute. And this is one of those songs. This is Out of Line. A lot of fun, a lot of speed and agility, and a lot of ferocious lyrics. Well, they sound ferocious anyway. (laughs) (laughs) So yeah, let's give them a listen. This is Potential from SLC HC. Just that quick. <laughs> yep. That's kind of a yeah, it's kind of a the lining of the band. The songs were as short as their existence. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But but yeah, I don't want to end on such a negative note. The the guitarist Trevor Hale, he is currently in a band, a vastly different one. It's something a bit more on the softer side, uh closer to closer to indie rock and the kind of that kind of old school emo wave they're called milk money and they yeah and they're comprised of some uh of some other hardcore guys i don't know off the top of my head but the music itself is not the same and it's but but by and large it is still very good so if you if you want to look for something softer with still kind of a punk edge check out milk money some good stuff excellent well i picked a band not from utah on this episode I picked a band from Grand Rapids, Michigan, the Chernobyl Babies. Is this a band you've heard of, Eric? Chernobyl Babies can't say that that rings any bells. I think you're going to like this one. I came across this a while ago, and then I uh, was listening to some music that I had when I was trying to come across you know, the stuff for the best of the year, and this just happened to start playing after one of them. This is not from last year. This album was released March 24th of 2010. And they actually released like an EP version of it uh, at the end of 2009. The band Chernobyl Babies, again from Grand Rapids, Michigan. They were off and on from 2004 till now. They've had some dry spells of not really being together as a band or doing much. They were most active as a band 2007 to 2011. I think that's probably when their releases ended is by 2011. I think they might get back together for shows and such, but I don't think they're putting out anything new and haven't for a while. But a great band nonetheless. Check out the album Punk's Rules. That's P-U-N-X, Rules. It's great. This track right here is called Class of 04. Uh, They started as a band in 04. Not sure if that's specific to that or not, but I like the song a lot. Definitely one that you'll be moving around the room, singing along to. Let's do it. Here is Class of 04 from Chernobyl Babies. Whoa, I'm not here to 
war. Not here to blame the government for problems anymore. I just wanna get in the pit, pogo around, not give it a shit. They say it's wasted living, but it's what I'm living for. Whoa, I'm not here to fight a war. Not here to blame the government for problems anymore. I just wanna get in the pit, pogo around, not give it a shit. They say it's wasted living, but it's what I'm living for. tactic that is to to open up your song with the the choral chant yes yeah it's uh it's one of those cliches that never gets old i agree it's like like slow motion in film never gets old (laughs) exactly (laughs) it was great and by the raise of hands who was up dancing around and pogoing around the room Yes, lots of hands. I see lots of hands. <laughs> <laughs> I raise lots of fingers. <laughs> yes, great track. I hope you enjoy the Chernobyl Babies. Get out there, check them out. They have a couple releases. This one, uh, a great one. Go check out Punk's Rules. Eric, let's do some cover-to-cover cover albums. What great cover-to-cover cover album did you choose? Well, I chose a band that some of you people of heavier hardcore may have heard of. It's a band from Los Angeles, and they are simply known as Terror. Simple enough. Uh, 
<laughs> yeah, simple enough. <laughs> a band called Terror, and they have quite a slew of really great albums. Yes, my, they do. Yeah. My favorite of which, uh, I believe I played on the show, is another great cover-to-cover album, uh, one with the underdogs. And I can't, I can't remember if I did that or not. I'd have to go back and check. But on the safe side, I know I didn't cover this one. And this is their album that came out uh, just over a decade ago in 2010 called Keepers of the Faith. And this one holds a special spot in my, in my heart, to say the least, because it was one of the first albums in which I was uh, introduced to modern day hardcore. Not just not metalcore, not like uh, or, or not even deathcore, anything like that. You know, that was the stuff I was familiar with. I heard Terror, and I was like, okay, this is the hardcore that is still like latching on to the past as we know as hardcore punk, but putting it through in a way, in the same way that Hatebreed had done it. And I was slightly familiar with Hatebreed at the time, but Terror is the one that just kind of pushed me over the edge. I was like, <laughs> okay, I'm diving in. I don't care if I come out. And yeah, here I am, still wallowing. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, Terror, Keepers of the Faith. I bought that CD on a whim, thinking that it would be good. And to say the least, it stayed in my, it stayed in my car stereo for on about a month <laughs> so, i listened to i listened to that album front to back so many times and i have i obsessed over it and it wasn't until uh, years later i finally got a chance to see them live and one of the one of the things that goes about in the uh, hardcore communities is they're like yeah i like terror they're they're fine but they are much better live i prefer them live and yeah, you can understand why, even though their songs, while simple, while very straightforward and uh, even at times repetitive in their in the lyricism and the, the subject matter, it, they know how to present themselves live and get those kids going. And uh, so much so that there have been, as I like to call, terror clones. <laughs> you know, the, yeah, no, the, it's not quite so. It's the hardcore that's not quite so metal. You have your fast, thrashy parts. You have your slower kind of uh, two-step and danceable parts. Bring back the fast parts again, you know, do the little build-up and do the breakdown and then repeat. <laughs> so many bands have implemented that style. It's uh, it's ridiculous. But Terror were the ones to really kind of solidify it for hardcore into the 2000s. So much so that that some of their bigger songs, what my first pick here, uh, are like staples. They will always be playing them live. They will always be lyrics that so many kids memorize. I remember the first time I saw them play this song, everyone clamored up on the stage and just surrounded Scott Vogel and just like, just like hoarded him while all singing the lyrics, the opening lyrics to Stick Tight. And that's the song that I am playing right now. <laughs>
By the way, I looked it up, uh, Total Retaliation. We played a track off of that. I think you picked one, and then two years ago in 2018 when it was new, we played a track from Total Retaliation as well. So two tracks from Total Retaliation on SLC Punkcast, and then a third track from Total Retaliation over on Punk and I Worldwide uh, ah. over the summer, I think. So we played three tracks from Terror between the two shows, but... All of them have come from total retaliation. All right. Well, now now that gives me more incentive to go back to their earlier days. There you go. <laughs> yeah. Well, well, yeah. I, I'm split as to which one is the, uh, quote, better album. But I don't know. They're both good on their own, on their own standards. Like, uh, yeah, because between the two, they've gone through some serious lineup changes. And probably the biggest one was uh, bringing Nick Jett into their band as their drummer. But he is not only their drummer, he's also a riff writer. Actually, I, I got the names mixed up. There is a Nick Jett in their band, but he is the bass player, not the drummer. So I switched the rhythm section around. <laughs> Shit. Okay, I don't know the name of their drummer, but there is like a, a there was a mini documentary that came out as like the making of keepers of the faith sort of thing or like a history of terror and they were showing the drummer and he was just uh, jamming all these uh punk rock riffs he's like okay what do you think of this one what do you think do you think we can put that in a song yeah let's do that one so he was like the primary riff writer of this album and it's because he came from the venice beach scene so he was like well versed with suicidal tendencies and what whatnot all those guys who were like the first wave of crossing the bridge between hardcore and heavy metal awesome which, cool. you know, by extension, terror came into the fold. Anyway, before I get onto like a history lesson here, let's uh, get into the uh, next song. One I think is a is an underrated terror song, and also my all time favorite from this album, at least. It is a wonderful song. It is probably a congealment of everything that makes up terror. You know, like I said earlier, they have their fast parts and the slower, dancier parts. And but also in this one, there's like a yeah, there's a catchy chorus. There is a there is a demented guitar solo and just these brooding buildups into this breakdown. I remember thinking if I see terror and I hear this song live, this will probably be the only time I throw down and do the hardcore dance. <laughs> you know, just refer to the step down video from Sick of It All to know what that actually means. You know. <laughs> picking up pennies or punching the invisible ghost because yeah the breakdown of this song really got to me but again it's just like a full it's just like not a piece of the puzzle it's the full puzzle it's one of those songs where like if i were to show uh someone who had never heard of terror i would show them this song 
because I think that's uh, I think this is an accurate portrayal of who they are as a band. So, so yeah, if you guys haven't heard Terror, well, obviously you have just now, but just imagine yourself as you were hearing this song about five minutes ago. Excellent. Let's do it. So here's Dead Wrong. Let's do it. <laughs> Before I forget, they're coming out with a new album. Yeah, that's true. They're coming up with a new album in March. It's, uh, man, I don't even know how many albums that is. I kind of lost track after they did uh, the 25th hour. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I have no idea how many either, but they do have a new one coming in March. So be on the lookout for new terror. If you like that terror, go look at or listen to all the other terror that we're telling you about. Plus, be on the lookout for new terror. Yep, there's old terror and there's new terror. Kind of <laughs> like how there's always a there's always a new thing to worry about. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. I think it's I think it's funny. Uh, I just want to point this uh, kind of humor out here. 
Uh, I like to compare the bands Terror and Integrity for just the specific reason that Terror sings more about integrity, whereas Integrity sings more about terror. (laughs) (laughs) The subjects change on there. It's just the the names are kind of off-putting. So I don't know. Maybe they ought to do one of those uh, things like a – remember the BYO compilations where uh, bands will cover each other's songs? Yep. Yeah. Maybe they ought to do something like that. Integrity covers uh, terror songs and vice versa. That'd be pretty funny. That would be funny. That might actually be pretty. Would actually be pretty cool if they could do it right. I don't know. <laughs> Integrity is kind of hard to latch down as one subgenre of hardcore because they're more or less all over the place. Whereas terror is definitely more solidified in their in their style. Right. Yeah. Awesome. Good stuff. Check out both bands. We've played them both on this show. Indeed we have. And we'll continue to play more. <laughs> well, a band we haven't played is the album that I picked. Uh, I picked it. It's it's new, but it's old. So to explain that, the uh, record label in France, Rusty Knife Records, and they're going to be doing this on some other releases as well. They went back, found a recording from the band Le Mort aux Dents. So Lemours Ox Dents, if you're trying to look up for the spellings, right? But Lemours, <laughs> Lemours Odin. And they released uh, something back in like 19, what is it? 1987, I want to say. Yes, the album came out, Mille Raisons de Guilherme. And this, they released this uh, being Toujours Mille Raisons de Guilherme. I'm not pronouncing it right. Either way, uh, (laughs) what they did is they took the recordings, and there's a shit ton of them. You can go to Rusty Knife Records and get the digital, and it looks like there's on the album, because I did, it was like a, it's kind of like a Kickstarter. Came across them, but I don't think it was through Kickstarter. I forget. Anyway, through Rusty Knife, I uh, helped invest the money up front for the album, and they put posters and all kinds of cool shit in there, inserts and a little pamphlet about the band. And the band was a band back in 85, and that's when they started, and they split in 89. They only put this one album out, but 17 tracks that they were able to get. And what they did is kind of, you know, remastered or polished them up and put them out on vinyl. And so this cool blue vinyl, great album, and I wanted to highlight it here. I think it's really cool. It's a great band that I had never heard of before, and I'm glad Rusty Knife did this. I'm looking forward to the future projects Rusty Knife is doing along these same lines. The band was from Bayonne and Tarnos in France. Let's listen to a couple tracks here from it. We'll see what you think. They just released this for people to pick up that weren't already like uh, pre-ordered, uh, you know, investing the money up front, all that kind of stuff. Officially, it came out December 22nd of 2020, Danny Le Rouge. That's the song we're going to play first. That just translates to Danny the Red. So uh, I thought it was a cool one. Hard to pick between 17 tracks, but we'll give you two to get a, a sampling of this. So here we go. Le Mors au Dance. <laughs> Thank you. 
Danny Le Rouge. That's Le Morge <laughs> Audin. What do you think of that one? Yeah. That's got a classic. I think that has that era's sound, that 80s era. Yeah, yeah it does. I was, uh, I was just thinking to myself, yeah, this sounds in the best way possible like it is from the 80s. Like it's a time capsule pretty much. Right? <laughs> yeah. And it's not, yeah, you think of 80s punk rock, you think of something a bit harsher, a little bit more, you know, punchy. But not this one. This one is a bit more subdued, but it still has a, it's still got that same feeling. Right. It's good stuff. Go check out Rusty Knife Records. You uh, On Bandcamp, you can go listen to the digital versions. And if you go to their webpage, you'll be able to order this still, I hope. I hope it didn't sell out. I'm not sure. But you can at least listen to the digital versions. Uh, they do have a lot of tracks. I think there's more digital than there are included. I haven't even done the compare and contrast. I have the digital already. Plus, I have the actual vinyl. And we're going to be playing another track. It is Les Skinheads. But it's the Oi version. And on the album, the, the vinyl... I don't see the non-OI version, but the digital does have the non-OI version. But I picked the OI version, and that's what we're going to go with. So the other track you're going to get a chance to listen to is La Skinheads. And that is the version OI. So here we go. One more track.
Eric, I think you put it best. It is like yeah. uh, opening up a time capsule there. Uh, I think that song gives you a little bit different sound, even though, you know, same band, but a little bit different style to yeah. the band. That's the, the Oi version of that track. Get out there and check it out. There are so many tracks of this band to listen to. And as you'll be able to hear, you know, they had to polish up some of those uh, with the help of original band members and, and so forth. They were able to essentially recover all these tracks and be able to yeah. remaster them a little bit, you know, you know, make them a little better, I suppose, is yeah, lack of a better little, term. Uh, yeah, a little more presentable. The kind of updated version of what these uh, tracks ought to sound like. Yes, but it was from original recordings. They didn't get the band back together to re-record any of the tracks. This was uh, finding the original recordings and doing something with them. So really cool. Check them out. Uh, if you're curious, uh, Le Mort au Dent, it translates from French to the tooth bit. Not, not yeah. Something might be getting lost in translation there. And the one tooth bit. <laughs> something, right? And the album name translates to Always a Thousand Reasons to Shout. And I will agree with that. There's always a thousand reasons to shout. It's great stuff. I hope you enjoyed it. Go check it out. And Rusty Knife Records. Go check out Rusty Knife Records. Eric, let's do some metal. Let's wrap up the show. Well, some metal. Some metal. I actually have a... Uh, I got somewhat of a new track from a metal band here, and this is a band who, which I played on the show before. It's a band called I Hate God, one of the uh, one of the purveyors of sludge metal in the '90s, and yeah, a lot of uh, a lot of good sludge bands came about from uh, New Orleans, including them, along with uh, Down and Soli and Green and Crowbar. But we're not talking about them. We're talking about I Hate God. They have a they have a history of being uh, a bridge with the old school hardcore scene, but they kind of went the they kind of went in the black flag approach where they kind of ditched the uh, fast punchy songs of hardcore as we know it, and brought in some uh, doomy uh, Black Sabbath style riffing into their sound, and just kind of created a bit of a hybrid in the hardcore music. I hate God kind of did the same, you know. They brought in. You know, they held on to their kind of punk standards and uh, a lot of uh, DIY ethics going on. But they brought in those same kind of doomy riffs and they made them slimier. They made them grungier. They just made it, they just made it oozing, you know. And coming from New Orleans, you know, the swamp, the swampy area. <laughs> it's not a surprise that the music sounds like it does. And, and yeah, that's a good thing because damn, does I hate God really rip a new one. <laughs> <laughs> and on top and on top of that they kind of uh, abandoned the some of the doomy ethics that come within doom metal or whatnot they're not talking about fantastical elements they're not talking about just getting stoned and just partying all the time no they're getting pretty they get pretty dreary in here they got some gloomy stuff a lot of a lot of stuff dealing with mental ailments and addiction no less and the stuff that they know because they have lived it or are currently living it <laughs> Right. So, and they are still going on as a band they are they are undefeatable you know that's very it's very hard to kind of uh get rid of sludge as it is you know you can stomp it as much as you want the more you stomp the more it's going to spread <laughs> <laughs> so that being said they have a they have a new album coming out which will which will be unveiled next month on the 12th called a history of nomadic behavior 
Yeah, and this is the this is the first album they're doing and since 2014 or 2015. They've released their self-titled back then. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I can't remember what year it came out, but that was the last effort that they did. And now they have a now they have this new track coming out from this new album, and it sounds as it sounds as sludgy as ever. These guys <laughs> haven't lost one ounce of their sound or their presentation. They have two songs available right now for listening. The one that I chose was High Risk Trigger. It's a, uh, I don't know. It's the it's one of the punchier tracks that I've heard a little bit more, and also catchy within the riffs and just the it's just Mike Williams' uh, vocal and lyrical presentation. He's just yeah, it's like the older he gets, the more of a the more his vocals correlate with the sound. I think it's just because of all the eggs. It's just shredded his trachea to such a point where he's uh, where he's going the lemmy, you know. Nice. Awesome. He just sounds like that. He doesn't. He doesn't have to emulate it anymore. It's just his vocals <laughs> or his voice. So yeah, this is this is the newest from I Hate God. All you sludge fans out there, you probably heard that I Hate God's got new material, but maybe you haven't listened to it. So here you go. This is High Risk Trigger, the newest from I Hate God.
Oh yeah. This goes to show no matter how how drudgy and how distorted your lyrics or your vocals or your guitars are, it can still be pretty catchy. <laughs> <laughs> it's the beauty of that type of uh, heavy music. So so yeah, I have a lot of love and respect for I Hate God, and I am excited to hear the rest of history of a nomadic behavior. Let's see what they got for us. Excellent. About five weeks away. Something yeah. not quite as far, but a little bit out uh, of Mice and Men. They are releasing a single, has a couple tracks on it. The single is called Timeless. It's supposed to come out February 26th. Uh, the track that we're going to check out here from Of Mice and Men is called Obsolete. If for some reason you're unfamiliar with this band, they're from Costa Mesa in California. They've been a band since 2009. Not nearly as long as 1988, like I Hate God, but still, nonetheless, <laughs> congratulations to them. 12 years as a band. Uh, saw them open up for Rob Zombie a couple years back. They were cool. Saw they were coming out with something new. So let's check it out. Here is Obsolete from Of Mice and Men.
was obsolete from Of Mice and Men. What'd you think there, Eric? Well, it wasn't a bad song. It's actually pretty well done. At least on the at least on the technical standpoint. Still not music that I really uh adhere to, really can't get behind, but over over the years I get more and more of a respect behind the uh creation of such. Awesome. So yeah. So yeah, good on good on them. It's nice to know that they're still going after so many years. It's almost unheard of of a band in this day and age to see such continuity. Right. So, <laughs> I know. So yeah, at least they're still doing what they what they are. I can see this uh, appeasing a lot of uh, hardcore of mice and men fans. So good on them. Yes, turned out well. Check it out. Uh, it'll come out here in a couple weeks on the twenty sixth. That's going to wrap it up for this show. Thank you, everybody, for joining us for episode 197. You can find us on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, YouTube Music, Amazon Music, Player FM, slcpunkcast.com. And I'm looking into getting us added into Pandora. I had overlooked adding us, getting us on Pandora for all of you who prefer to stream your music and podcasts and such through Pandora. I overlooked it. I'm going to work on getting that done this week. So hopefully by next week, on episode 198, I'm telling you that we're also on Pandora. So be on the lookout for that. Uh, on Instagram, you can find the bands at Def, 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 at To The Helpless, at Potential Hardcore, at Terror Hardcore, at I Hate God, NOLA, at O-M-A-N-D-M, so it's Of Mice and Men, so O-M-A-N-D-M. And the show is at SLC Punkcast. Eric, where can we find you? You may all find me on Instagram. I'm at scaryuncle underscore Eric underscore SLC. My band is also on Instagram at anonymous underscore band official. I'm most likely saying that wrong. Nope, I got it right. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> yeah, we are also on Facebook at anonymous band SLC. And our band camp is just anonymous SLC.bandcamp.com. Please remember that because... Yeah, Bandcamp will be doing their will be waiving their fees starting at midnight tonight, I believe. That's what. Yeah, I could be reading the uh, quote wrong, because they said, uh, "Yeah, from 12 a.m. Thursday to 12 a.m. Friday, pretty much." I think or they the, meant because it's supposed to be Friday. Friday, so I think that's probably 12 on tomorrow night. So everybody that's listening, you're probably listening to us ah, on Thursday go. anyway. So. You are probably right in saying tonight. <laughs> Definitely. Yeah, I have wrong at the time of uh, recording, but I'm right in the future. Right. So, <laughs> yeah. Be that as it is, if you if you like if you like what you hear, if you go and check it out and you feel the need to uh, download it, please do. Because that that means uh, more money goes to us. We recently also got more cassette tapes because we sold out of our first batch. We got. 25 more, a couple of which are going out to some people who requested it. And awesome. if uh, you are one of those people who would like one, just submit your order on Bandcamp.com. We'll be happy to send it out to you wherever you are. That is awesome. So there's, so there's my shameless plug. <laughs> <laughs> well, it is about to be Bandcamp Friday, so everybody get out there, check out Eric's band, and check out any of the bands that we play here that you like. And any bands that you come across, get out there, support the band, support your scene. You can also find the bands on Facebook at Def3, and that is spelled out three, 
at to the helpless at trade er, sorry at the trade punk rock at potential hardcore at chernobyl punks and that's p-u-n-x for punks at terror hardcore you can find rusty knife records at rusty knife records on facebook at i hate god or sorry at official i hate god i'm screwing these up and at of mice the show's at SLC Punkcast. I want to thank again Lucas for sharing music for To the Helpless and Liam again for sharing the music for The Trade. Any bands that reach out, I say it all the time. I'm getting to you, I promise. I'm behind. But uh, there are several messages and emails I have yet to get to. I see them there and I will get to them. I promise. Keep reaching out and we will keep playing your music and all the other great stuff that we come across. Eric, any final thoughts before we wrap up the show? Well, this was something I pulled off the top of my head. Um, yeah, kind of what I was saying about uh, Terror earlier, how that was the band that pushed me down the rabbit hole of new school hardcore. Uh, that's just one, th that's one thing when you, if you're like me, you like to uh, look at your taste in music and just think about, how did I get here? What was the <laughs> band that kind of pushed me to this or what was the reason i came came across this band or was it a song was it a was were they just an opening act at a show stuff like that so and i i like doing that because it garners my appreciation for the band even more it kind of reminds me of that feeling i had when i first heard them you know right. yeah kind of like how i was describing the first time i heard terror you know put me it put me in the right mood it was something i wasn't expecting and then I just started my journey into finding uh, bands of a similar vocation and just kind of uh, branched out from there. So I guess, I guess by and large, just if you ever feel bored with your current music tastes, give yourself some, uh, give yourself a sense of adventure and venture outside the box. <laughs> there you go. You never know what, you never know what, what's the next band you're going to be obsessed over. Well, and right now I, Right now, I think it's Pentagram. <laughs> there you go. And if you listen to our show, hopefully you're, it's one of the bands that we're playing because we like the stuff we play, and we hope you do too. Thank you, everybody, again for joining us for episode 197. We'll see you on 198. Project Sellout, again, they will be joining us on that episode for an interview. We'll play more from Sold Out and a bunch of other great stuff. Coming up yeah. on episode 200, and be on the lookout for those extra episodes with Eric and I's 2020 raps and that's a wrap for this one play the fucking outro